Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tom. Hi, Mike. And Ross. Hi. And Joey. Hey. And today I wanted to talk about uh, kind of the difference between full day and half day programs for kids and kind of what their physical needs are. In the past, we've talked about the way all people go through these arousal states where there's that need for like high arousal and low arousal, um, that need for a lot of movement or times where kids might want to be quieter. And obviously, well, maybe it's not so obvious. When we think of a day, we don't always think about what's the child going through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus, you know, just sort of like I have to fit all this in and I have three hours to fit it in. Or maybe I have six or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I have nine hours. And just this idea that you have to fit things in yeah. versus what is the child's needs during mm-hmm. that time. And it's not just, I said physical, but I think it's also that like the brain, the like processing, mm-hmm. you know, what children need well, in that, terms of that. We, we talked, I think, I think in the arousal episode, like the, the effortfulness of it, of attention and how you yeah, breaks yeah. from Yeah, from attention that. maybe and is I, the word. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, because I, right, right, right away I'm just sort of thinking of something, I think I heard you say once, Mike, which is like, you know, the child care model for like a, a nursery school is you know it, it, it's nursery school it's a it's a little mini school day and we're gonna i'll make you know we're gonna learn our colors and numbers or whatever right, wonderful right. things we're this gonna idea do in preschool and that it's with yeah academics, but then it's, that it's mm-hmm. school and then you have maybe more of a full day child care that that wants to be provided in that school experience understandably but then the other thing that a child care would be doing would be sort of hopefully matching what would be happening at home. Right. And theoretically. And then at home, there aren't, you're not expecting a child, like, have deep attention all day and be, you know, minding closely to the to the. Well, part of it, too, is the, the adults in at home have, have their own things to do. Yes. Whereas the teachers in the program, their, their job is to do things with the kids. So, right. therefore, it's this idea that they're supposed to be doing something. Right. Maybe. Yeah. It's and not. I don't mean any of that's bad. But I just think when I think about your idea of like but the, it's ups, easier the ups to and forget. the downs, you know, the kid is supposed to almost be on all day right. at child care. And I, full day child. P- possibly. I mean, maybe there's some, but I mean, how do you build in that time where right. it's like, this is just. If a child is sitting down sort of zoning out, a teacher sometimes thinks their job is to get that child involved, engaged, mm-hmm. socialized, whatever right. thing they think about, whether it's more the social aspect or the learning aspect, where no, a child sitting quietly is telling you they need to sit quietly right now. Like they'll do something if they need it. Mm-hmm. I think the when you brought this topic up, Mike, it made me start or this even in the introduction, I was thinking we often look at this from the adult lens. What do we think the children need? Right, and right. I we I know it's come up oh, in the past the idea that it's hard for us as adults to truly go back to what it was, what things felt like in childhood. Right. And especially in these early years, we, I think there's this moving, this, this movement in their, in their culture that we need to fill those times. Cause that could be learning opportunity. That could be. Right. And if you want to get ahead or if you want to do X, Y, or Z, let's cram every opportunity for learning in. Where I think it sounds like we're starting to jump into, uh, Mike, is that it's okay to have those breaks and really look at what are our rhythms naturally. And if we as the adults, the parents, the teachers, the caretakers can step back and go, what is the child or these children really showing me versus what do I think Mm -hmm. they need right now? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I'm thinking you guys have more experience in full day child care, obviously, than I do, but... Also, what, then also what's going to happen next? So child gets right. picked up, 
from my life out in the world, it looks like they go to the grocery store often. You know, I mean, so that so then they're so they're you know then they probably go home and have their dinner. But there's there's still then the expectations of the parents when they pick the kids up as far as attention, focus, right. I haven't ability seen to you. be now in control. I be... Now I want to have sort of quality time where we're kind of both engaged. Right. So then if you've been expected all day by your teachers to be you know kind of holding it together, doing what you're supposed to do, and then your parents pick you up and you've got more ways you have to sort of hold it to you. Like, when do you get to... I mean, kids kids fall apart right. during a day. So when do you get to have that fall apart time? Yeah, it seems yeah. to be a part of the cycle of a, of a day. Yeah, It's making me think of... Um, I just read an article about the importance of whining and what, <laughs> what that... The child is actually showing they're able to communicate their needs. And, you know, whining is a specific type of communication. And I... I Maybe we'll hold off because I think it's worth a whole episode. Mm -hmm. But um, but just that idea that I see so many parents get frustrated. And I, partly it's their arousal state. Yes. For the full oh, day, they, only, get, they come back parents? from work. <laughs> and the kid is melting down. Like, yeah. And then it's like, mm -hmm. and the parent is at the lowest point to be able to deal with that. Right. You know, so, be, so. <clears throat> so I'm thinking, you know, I, I started out in full day child care. Um, but for most of my teaching career, I was in a two-hour program. Yep. And my thoughts are, even within the two hours, you're going to have those ups and downs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not only will you have those ups and downs, it'll vary per child. Yes. Yep. Um, so the, my other thought was that, that, that routine is important. Mm -hmm. Routine where there's enough flexibility where the children can yep. make their own decisions. About, Flexible routine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because kids... I mean, I, the, the kids I interact with now are my grandkids, and we had them full day, and we watched them over the over the course of the over the course of the day, and there is that kind yeah, of yeah. low point, high point, low point, and the, the, this is this point where everything just gets silly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I they, don't know and, the kids are allowed to do that in every. Child oh, I've definitely situation. had I, I, teachers say I'm worried these kids right, get I didn't mean to silly. Cut you off, Tom. Yeah, yeah. But, right. You know, and it's like. Wait, you're worried that they get silly? You know, and it, yeah. it's partly that loss of control of the classroom. Because if these two get silly, then this kid starts doing something. This kid, and there's one kid who thinks like silly. Then of course is like throwing the blocks or you know whatever. Right. There's yeah. always a kid who's like, yeah, yeah. they're whatever. Their silliness can yeah. get. But it's sort of that thing of like, but it's not the problem with silliness. It's the problem of this child kind of understanding where the limits so, yeah. are. So, so to mm -hmm. go back to that, yeah, oh, again, yeah. just the two hours. With the two, it, it's still it's mm -hmm. still happening and. What I started to see, at least I think I started to see, was that <clears throat> children are actually making very good decisions about what they needed, even within that. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. within that two-hour block, they would not. There, there was very few kids who would spend the whole time at the sensory table. There were very few kids who spent the whole time at right. at the large muscle, at the kitchen, at whatever whatever place there were. The, if they were given the choice to be able to say, I'm done, I'll move on to something else. There was a very nice flow right. in that. Yeah, so, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so they're kind of... But they wouldn't use the words, I'm done, mostly, I assume. I no, assume no, it was they just, just physically, mm -hmm. like, you watch yeah. their body language. Right, like, oh, yeah, right. they're done. They just moved to someplace yeah. else. Well, you're mentioning then, it baked into your program was choice, and I would hope mm -hmm. that most people... Choice within a routine. Yes, mm -hmm. but I hope that that's the norm, but I think there are times that... I mean, and there are just times in life you don't have a choice if you've got to, like, you know whatever, go visit the sick relative at the hospital, you've got to do it. But I mean, in terms of a child care school program, mm -hmm. yeah. you certainly hope there is choice within there because 
think about how much harder it is when it's for this hour, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, right. and then we'll like rotate or something. I mean, right. <laughs> which, which that's the choice being you can do table one, table yeah. two, table three, but you're going to do all three of them at some point. Right, just which one do you want to start with is your choice. Right. And that's so, I think you're saying, Joey, like an authentic choice where yeah. it's truly intrinsically motivated by the child to right. say, I really want to go build today. Mm-hmm. And there's that um, recognition that it can be for that five minutes. It can be for that 50 minutes of this, right. mm-hmm. t- whatever your time allotment right. is. So thinking of this choice thing, that I think the hardest thing for me at my new place is it's a really large center. So there's 13 classrooms. And there's there's a lot of playground space. So in general, that's not a problem. But when it's, um, I don't know, lightning, when the, yeah. different times mm-hmm. when there's yep. weather where we're inside, there is indoor space, which is great. But then it's divvied out because there's not enough space yes. for right. all the classrooms. Yes. Right. But then it's suddenly like, oh, your time is 11 to 11.30. Uh-huh. Right. And so now teachers are used to being a little more flexible. And all of a sudden it's like, we've got to get any, if we're five minutes late, that's five minutes less we get in there. Mm-hmm. Or uh-huh. 10 minutes late. And I think Tom, like I see Tom has ideas for what would make that, <laughs> you know, how to get around <laughs> that. But, um, but there's that, there's something about like, I don't know how to, like, when there are, oh, there are kids that need to go, what can we do? And it's suddenly like, well, this part's not a choice, right. mm-hmm. or it's not as obvious of a choice. I think there are more choices than I'm saying right now. But. So, so, I mean, we would have these events in the evening, and um, so we would have 150 families. Not all the families would come, but we'd get a we'd get a lot. Because you had a different set of kids each yeah, because Cla- um, each, each day class. of the week, but then so we had together. lots of families yeah. for these for these uh, program wide events, we, mm-hmm. and we get a gym, mm-hmm. and one of the gyms. Uh, what we did was set up the gym in in kind of stations, yeah. that the kids again they could they there could be a free flow, right? I mean, at the very beginning, I was really nervous. I thought, oh man, this is there's just too many people, and there's right. just how are we ever going to do this? But we put our heads together and we set up kind of like obstacle courses. Right. Mm-hmm. And the kids were great. And so were the adults. And it was surprising how many people were in that, that gym space. Right. We did have also another space um, in classrooms where there was more quiet play. Right. Mm-hmm. But most of the people wanted to be in the, most yeah, of the kids yeah. wanted to be in the gym. But I think that is one of the hardest things too. But it's for setting any up, gym time. But it's is, setting up the environment. Right. So there are those yeah. choices. So, and, and so the flow. difference is, if you think about the situation. So, and I said we have 13 classrooms. That's just our program. We have two other programs that mm-hmm. also use it mental health, you know, therapeutic mental health classrooms and therapeutic autism classrooms that also use it. Uh-huh. So, one, there isn't anybody who's going to be set. It's going to literally be going like mm-hmm. the other classroom is already right. walking in while there's you're no leaving. Wiggle room. So, there's not. And so for nine hours, it's being used constantly. Uh, right. So I, I, I'm but just try, I'm just I think trying it's to, a, I'm I think it's a to good think idea. about what, what kinds of things yeah. they're doing for that half hour. Right. It's probably maybe balls, throwing balls, or making baskets. Or, we actually have a pretty good setup of like, it's a lot of equipment you think more around. of like OT. No, there's like these giant, they're kind of like the material that mats are made out of, mm-hmm. but there's like barrels. Bolsters and, and big uh, things. And then bolsters. So there's things kids can go in, they can tip it up and climb Great. into, yeah. and there's... Like mat, like smaller mats, so the kids can kind of mm-hmm. put them upright and make forts out of them. Mm-hmm. And things. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty good setup once they're there. It's more about they worry so much about the time because normally. Right. Well, and the ideal would be. I mean, you yeah. guys have your constraints. Right. You're doing a wonderful program, but the ideal would be that would be a choice when I mean to go back to our 
well, at least was in my yeah. head at the beginning of what would, you know, once you start putting lots of people in a space, then you, you're limiting choices. You start putting lots of kids in a space. Right. I mean, in a, you know, like in a perfect world, it'd be like, hey, teacher, I want to go build the mat fort. Right. And we'd be like, oh, great. Let's go in and build the mat fort yeah. because we can do it when you feel like you want to, just right. like in a, you know, a more kind of yeah. So I was actually thinking, setting where the, you know, I want to go down and put it, whatever, yeah. put the pillows up on the couch and make a fort. I'm thinking out loud, but my, our classrooms are um, uh, co-taught, so it's yeah. two teachers. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know, thinking about the way different kids' arousal states. Yeah, just let people go when you they could want have to. one right. group go. Like, oh, you know what? These five, just take them right now. And this group, they're still having fun. We'll play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yeah. sometimes then the other kids are going to want to go. But right. just that idea of like, it wouldn't be as hard to move five or six kids right. down right at, at, I keep saying 11 just, you right. know, as the random number. But yep. yeah. if that was their time, they could take down the kids who are like, mm-hmm. hey, did you want to go? Let's go. But I think that's such a good example of the constraints that do happen in our, in yeah. our child right. care program. You're, you're sharing a space. It, it's not, it, right. you know, there are, there are times you can't, yeah, I know you want to go do that right now, but. But we, but we can't, yeah, yeah. or it looks like right. you need to, but we can't. Right. And there's probably a way around it. Hopefully, yeah. something in your classroom you can get to build. I worked in a school a... where we shared it with an elementary school, so it was like, oh, we can use the playground, but if we stay any later, we're getting. Trampled. We get all those like, yeah, <laughs> third, fourth, and fifth graders yeah. running out yeah. and like, whoa. So we always well, made sure to leave on time, no matter what time we got there. <laughs> yeah. Get... Well, and I'm wondering, you know, the idea specifically for your program, Mike, the. the a walkie-talkie system to say where maybe a couple teachers right. can they share the can they mm-hmm. share that time where right. it can be not full classrooms but it yeah. could be five from here four from there three from right. the other classroom that might be one option but I think this brings up that notion and Joy you were just touching on it like you're not going to get to do everything you want to do every time right yeah. and so I think this is a valuable lesson for children to also just have that the and uh, that might be the clearer communication from the teachers. Or the adults to say, I know I really want to go too, right. but this group right now is using, and it's full. So when yep. they're done, yeah. they'll let us know, and right. then we can go. So what are we going to do until then? Right. And I think the there might be that focusing on, and I'm seeing Calvin's uh, dad <laughs> from Calvin and Hobbes, like you just this is going to build character, and right, right. but I mean that's life is right. going to be that. Yeah, there can be some of that, um, and admittedly, like. Also being able to use the hallways, that thing of like, yeah. oh, we're leaving 15 minutes early, but we can be playing these games, right? you know, physical games in the hallway mm-hmm. as we slowly make our way over, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, certainly. And, or in having maybe, because I think 13 classrooms would be hard, but even saying, here's an hour, you guys communicate with each other, right. these three classrooms or whatever, right. four classrooms, here's the hour and yep. figure out what works on this particular day. Talk. Because I think it'd be hard to get all 13 classrooms of like, For sure. hey, we're going down. No, we're going to... But but it's certainly doable if we broke it down a little more. Between three. And and we uh, at Wildflower use a program called Bright Wheel. And I'm sure, I know there's Seesaw and Tadpoles right. and all these other things. But we have an on... You know, our attendance is maintained yeah, yeah. on there. So we can, in real time, say, these four, they're going outside. I move them to right. that classroom. So if it, you do have that three or four classroom yeah, yeah. share time, you know you have... 15 right, spaces right. that can yep. you can fit in the gym. So each classroom would say, well, it looks like there's four spots left. Who want? We're going to go. Yeah, and the other thing I'm thinking, I'm looking at Tom here because I know this has been an experience you've talked about before, but the other thing is that every teacher should have ideas yes. of what can we do physically in the classroom. That's the other yes. part. 
Because uh, one thing I've added, I brought in just a bunch of um, the whatever half gallon jugs from mm-hmm. cider and and thing. We yeah. mm-hmm. we have milk allergies, so I don't do the milk ones. But yeah. even though like we've rinsed them out, but still, yeah. yeah. But just that idea of like in the classroom, they can kick those around. They, yeah. You know. Um, Stacking want... yogurt containers and running through that. Like yeah, yeah, empty... right. Like things you can well, knock again, over. Because notes. it's artificial to say this is your one. I mean, yeah. a gym is a wonderful space. You want them to have access. Absolutely. Because right. you can do things in a gym that you can't do or similar to a yeah, playground. Yeah. yeah. But where we started was it's artificial to say mm-hmm. this is the time we do this and this is the time we right. do this and this is the time we do this. And mm-hmm. so, to, you know, can mm-hmm. you meet all the needs? Right. Just like the kid in the gym who wants to color. We don't really take. No, you have to jump on the mat right, right now. Right. We just say, "Oh, here's a here's a marker." Right. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. You and that is an it. interesting thing I was thinking about. Is there also has to be that conversation of like, what is the quiet space? Because admittedly, gyms are echoey. Oh yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can be off to the side coloring, but it's not the same yeah. as like, like when you're outside, the sound just kind of you know. I don't care if the kids across the playground are screaming and right. jumping it's, around it's i can still color yeah when you're in the gym and doing it, it it is a little different right so part of it is actually i think what do we mean by oh, we have to stay inside mm-hmm. because that i think and so that's a, a whole different <laughs> episode but i think i'll maybe wrap up here because i think we should talk about that another time of so but i think we got some good ones of like mm-hmm. i think we really ended up focusing on one particular problem from my center so mm-hmm. thank you again <laughs> yeah. start using those uh tomorrow hopefully it was helpful for others though so thanks everyone thanks, yeah. mike. thanks, thanks mike. mike thank you for listening to teaching with the body and bond we'll be back again next week with another episode music is by big wheel popcorn